Dub's here. Yo. Athena's here. Joey's here. And we're at the background. And yours truly. We're doing part two for Listomania this week. Last week we did Dove's uh, list, which was tw- top ten female action stars. And Joey did uh, eight to ten times when he... Um, uh, it was supposed to be ten, but I got... Yeah, censored. <laughs> <laughs> well, you censored yourself essentially. Well, I did, That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Um, I read the. Room. Hey, way to think about the listener, Joey. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I wasn't trying. Well, I mean, I know, yeah. I know. Well, it's 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 quite an interesting phenomenon. I yeah, because everyone has experienced it. I believe everyone has experienced it. Yeah, um, ten, eight to ten times when uh, Joey watched something as a kid and did not get the joke, and then watched it later and was. Horrified <laughs> by the sometimes content. horrified, sometimes, 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 delighted. sometimes yeah. laugh, sometimes delighted. And this week, uh, Athena is doing what do you got, Athena? Okay, so my list is um, eight people, eight actors and actresses who I think are very talented, um, but that they're not on a lot of people's radar at, when they think of like the best or really talented actors and actresses. So we're calling it underrated. But um, which we've sort of done a little bit before. So I, I tried to put a twist on it a little bit. Um, and I kind of listed movies that they have done really well in and then a movie that I'm going to watch next that also will show me, you know, how powerful they are or how, how talented I think they are. So I'll start with number eight. Um, my number eight is Paul Dano, uh, um, who yeah. was in Little Miss Sunshine, There Will Be Blood, and Prisoners also, which is one that I kind of forgot that he was in because he was... Yeah, I love Prisoners. Yeah, That's I That's one with huge jacked man. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yes, uh, Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Gyllenhaal. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And, that uh, was pretty great. And Rhodey. Um, Rhodey. Rhodey from Iron Man. Uh, yeah. What's who should have stayed, stayed Rhodey. Oh, Terrence Oliver. Terrence, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. That's his name. Uh, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle's terrible. Don Cheater. Um, and what I'm going to watch next with him in it is called Swiss Army Man. Uh, it's him and Daniel Radcliffe. That. that just looks so weird. I know. Yeah, 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 I just remember that. I just remember the ocean thing where he's like on him gliding through the ocean, yeah. surfing yeah. on him, yeah. surfing on him or something. I was like, that's really strange. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm going to. That's the thing that about Paul Dano. He's always in these weird, yeah, small mm-hmm. roles. He was in yeah. Cowboys and Aliens for some bizarre reason. I don't. I, I pretend think, that movie didn't happen. Uh, yeah. so. Wasn't there rumors that he might be a Joker, too, at some point? That's what I heard. Uh, and he was also like in that, I, that movie about that um, about Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys, which I liked. Yes, I yes that's that. right. Yeah. Okay. Um, my number seven is... So I put her on this list because I just watched her in a Netflix series. Um, her name is Anya Taylor-Joy, and she was in Split and Glass. Um and in a movie called The Witch, which is a horror movie. And yep. I think she's just being overshadowed by, like, Saoirse Ronan and Florence Pugh, who's going to be in the new, mm-hmm. who was in Little Women and is now going to be in the new uh, she's the Black one, Widow she, movie. She was also, um, what's his name's wife in that Netflix show about the Scottish, oh, Robert the Bruce. Oh. Uh, anyway, what's, uh, the Bruce. I, or the, no, what's his outlaw name? Jeez. Outlaw King. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, what, what's his Chris name? Pine. Yeah. Chris Pine's wife. She wasn't that her? I don't know. I don't, no, think, I don't think so. That was Florence Pugh. Yeah, that was Florence Pugh. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're talking but, about Anya Taylor. But I just right watched. We just watched her in a show called The Queen's Gambit, um, and it's about chess. 
and it was my it was my favorite or my top two favorite shows that we watched this year. I thought it was incredible, We've and I thought she was a wonderful. Lot of television this yes, year. we have. So um, television this year. Did you like it, Joey? Yeah, I did. Okay. I thought, I and it after it was over, I the next day went out and bought myself a chess set, and I learned how <laughs> yeah. to play chess, yeah, and I've been a, playing I, nonstop. Oh, as wow. A, wow. Yeah, as a fan as a fan of chess, I, I actually thought it was very good. It was yeah. a very good drama. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little slow in the beginning. Uh, I almost would have. I personally almost would have given it the the Luke boring stamp mm. um, of approval initially, but it, got um, but it got a lot better. Yeah, cool. Okay. It got a lot better. The first episode, I was kind of like, okay, I'll keep watching this, but like we'll see. But then by the end, I it really. She's it definitely really an upper comer. Yeah, and and she was in the New Mutants, and which was a horrible, horrible movie. But um, so I think that was a blunder a little bit um, for her. But I'm gonna watch Emma um, because she and they just did a new adaptation of Emma, so I'm gonna watch that with her in it. Yeah, see how it goes. So um, number six, I have J.K. Simmons, um, who I I just think are you uh, making that? He's just he he he's like the worst. He's like the dessert. <laughs> Even though the, the the meal is like irrelevant, if it's a really good dessert, it makes everything okay. Oh, yeah, he's like every, yeah. he's a dessert every single time he's in a movie. It's just mm. it, it just makes the movie so much better. Yeah, yeah. I love J.K. Simmons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we uh, we watched him in Whiplash this year, maybe oh last gosh. year. I don't know. Two and years ago. it was I mean that was intense and oh my insane yeah. and. He like a role that was like perfectly yes. made for him. Yeah. It's like they made that movie. They said, hello, what's your name? My name is J.K. Simmons. Nice to meet you. I'm going to make a movie about you. It's called Whiplash. Yeah. Yep. It's um, one of Brad's favorite movies. Uh, did it, yeah. Really? How many times have you seen it, Brad? Three times. Three oh, my times. gosh. Really? I didn't know you liked it's it that American much. Movie. It's about drumming. I hate it so much. It's about drumming. I know. And you do feel you're sitting there watching it and you tense really up. Does. You're just like tense yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of my basketball coach. It really does. Oh, my word. Yeah. He didn't go through the length like like yeah. like that. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I'd be an amazing basketball player. But, <laughs> but, that, but that, that movie, to me, is so interesting because at the end, you're like, did he help him? Did he not help him? Yeah. Yeah. What did like, he do? What did he, he do? He kind of did. Yeah, it's really me. such yeah. a, a mind yeah. twist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it reminds yeah. me of my student teaching professor. That's why I had a hard time with I, that I suspect yeah. everybody knows somebody like that in their life right. that kind of messed with you. Maybe he knows. I had a dance teacher like that, for sure. And a director said that he's like for sure like I I have I took this from per- my my life mm-hmm. uh, I projected it like, right yeah yep. wow so, yeah I gotta uh, watch I, that I mean again. and I feel like he he can be different kinds of people um, I'm sure that you either didn't see this movie or didn't care about this movie but he was in Juno um, mm. which is from a long time ago it's oh, just yeah, about yeah. A, a teenage girl who gets pregnant, gets pregnant and yeah. um, that was a popular movie just for the soundtrack alone. Yeah, the moldy peaches and Michael all that Sarah. kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah, well, that was kind. Of, yeah, that was that was kind of the the that was like one of those um, coming of age movies that kind of like was able to achieve a higher tier. Yeah, a lot of people have gone back and said that it is a it is much more of a, a pro life movie than you'd think it would be. Uh, like that that nobody really thought about what they were doing when they made that movie. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Like now, especially now with the amount of you yeah. know, people who shout are, your abortion. And, yes. Yeah. And it was very much like the opposite of that, yeah. um, which I think is interesting. But anyway, he was just her dad. And I think he played a very different role um, that I actually I really liked. That was the first time I really saw him other than in Spider-Man. Um, yeah. And and that, that, hmm. yeah. I mean, even for acting chops, he's going to be in a he's in a show that Athena and I want to watch soon. I watched the first episode called Counterpart. 
Um, but there's a he's in a show like that. It's a spy show, and he plays basically two versions of the same person. And the first time you meet the character, he's like very timid and not J.K. Simmons. He's like very timid, very like this kind of like this guy whose wife is ill and he's very sad and he's kind of depressing and doesn't achieve much during his life or at his job. And then he kind of like meets this counterpart, this alternative reality version of himself who's like a go-getter, who's very like in your face, very the very J.K. Simmons, yeah. like fast talker, kind of yeah. kind of like kind of like rude and actually like pushing people out of his way. And it's really fun to see him play the two roles like together. It's cool. Mm, interesting. So he's got a lot of yeah. he's got a lot of great yeah. Great talent. So. Yeah. And I also, I did put Spider-Man on here because, I mean, nobody, nobody can. I feel like there are other Jay movies that would have. Yeah, no, but he, nobody. That, that was. That was it. Perfect. You know, if there was a role that was perfection, in, it was that. In, uh, in True Grit, all he does is speak as a voiceover. You don't even see him. He just speaks for, for like uh, about 20 or 30 seconds. And every time I'm like, oh, I forgot. Oh, this is so great. This is so much better now that I hear his voice. I'm serious. That's what goes through my mind. This movie just became so much better just because he reads a letter and you don't even see him read it. It's just voiceover. It's just whatever. Um, And to watch next, he is in something called The Lady Killers, which is by the Coen brothers. Yeah. And oh. I've never seen that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and somebody, somebody said you should watch it if you, know, if you like him. It's very Coen. Yeah. Very calm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll just let you watch that movie. Yep. Lots of great quotes from okay. that movie. Yeah. So that was my number six. Um, number five is Ben Mendelsohn. Um, do you, I don't know. If, okay. Ben Mendelsohn. Um, he was in a, a show we just watched called The Outsider, uh, which is a Stephen King novel. And it was excellent. If I was saying Queen's Gambit and Outsider were my best, best shows of the year. Um, and he, I thought he did a phenomenal job in that show. Um, yeah, outside, he was, the outside was amazing. Yes, that's definitely Joey's favorite is, from the is year. Is that but, a Amazon Prime or something? No, it's on that? HBO. It's HBO. on HBO yeah. Max. Right. So. The short time we had HBO. But, oh, okay. so good. Yeah, it it's was great. incredible. Um, so he was also in The King, the one on Netflix. He was, was he just the, the older king? Or yeah. I can't remember who no. he was. Yeah, he was his father. Was, uh, okay. uh, yeah. Henry Henry the Fourth. Okay. Yeah. Um, he was in Darkest Hour, Ready Player One. He plays a villain a lot, um, yeah. but yeah. in The Outsider, he was not a villain, and I thought he did a, a wonderful job there. Um, so. Oh, I know who you're. T- Dark Knight it Rises. It just went to my head. Yeah, I know who it, it is. Okay. Yep. It's, yep. Uh, it's uh, Rogue One. He, Rogue it. One. Yep. He oh, was also yeah. in that. I, I know you hate. Rogue I don't one, but... say those words out loud. So <laughs> Rogue One. Oh um, my God. In Star Trek. <laughs> so I just skipped it. Um, but anyway, and he's a very talented, multifaceted actor. Actually, yes, I really variety like him. Of actually, roles. he's in Dark Knight Rises. Yes, yes. Yep. Bloodline. He was in a show called Bloodline. Yeah, with that I did coach, read that. Friday Night Lights yes. coach guy. Uh, Friday Night Lights, uh, Kyle Chandler. Yeah, his name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, what I'm going to watch next is I've never seen The Place Beyond the Pines, but apparently he is in that, and he does a good job in that. So that's mm. with Bradley Cooper, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Yes, that is. Uh, Eva Mendes. Yes. Right. Haven't seen many movies like that one. That's okay. a difficult one to watch. Okay. Very difficult one mm-hmm. to watch. Okay. Well. Very interesting movie. As in, <laughs> as in it's boring. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. Um, all right. So for number four, I put Willem Dafoe. 
Um, and what did I put in here? Out of the Furnace, Grand Budapest Hotel. These, were, well, these are all secondary roles, I guess, that you're mentioning. Yeah. Yeah, it okay. seems like, yeah, it's primarily seems like she's mentioning character actors who aren't kind of known for their starring roles as much as they are as doing, they a really, doing a really good job, as, as doing a really good job in, in kind of, you know, overshadowed roles. Yes. So. Yep. So, yeah, I did Willem Dafoe, Boondock Saints, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Grand Budapest Hotel, and Out of the Furnace. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially lately, he was in two movies in the last, I don't know, year, um, where he was sort of the more primary role. Um, yes. So, The Florida Project and The Lighthouse. And two. Togo. Togo was really oh, okay. good, too. Oh, really yeah, good. you guys talked about that, I think. Oh, what a great yeah. movie. Okay. That's a great movie. I watched it twice already. Okay. Watch it yeah, it's really um, good. real dogs. Wow, real, real we don't dogs. have to have CGI dogs. Oh my no. word! Wow, <laughs> Harrison Ford, get on your knees, terrible and repent, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Harrison Ford doesn't care. Harrison Ford yeah. is old. He's like, yo, Disney, you want to pay me? You want to pay me He's, thirty uh, grand or thirty mil to? To go run around in a in a green tent with a pretend yeah. dog? Well, he's, do he's, it, bro. Yeah. Have he's, you seen Platoon? No, but okay. I know that's. Oh, I, yeah. I tried not to list movies that I haven't seen or at least seen a decent part of. So okay. he's um, caging. He's Nicholas Caging and Bruce Willising right now. Just whatever comes just along, man. We're just gonna say. But he's still I, making bank. I, I, I'm not I, sure if Richard. Nic- if, uh, Nicholas, the other guys Nicholas Cage is an enigma. I don't think he. I don't think <laughs> Nicholas Cage is calling in anything. I think he's out there doing his thing. I don't know what. So you mean it's all part of Nicholas Cage plan? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh yeah. yeah right. I don't think. He's doing. I don't think Nicholas Cage is ever taking a role going. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna like phone this one in. I think that dude's in it, bro. Just doing weird stuff. What's this? What's doing that ninja? Whatever, doing whatever. He's in some ninja one now. The yeah, trailer just came out. He wants to channel. What's it called? Bruce ninja. Willis. Bruce Willis is phoning it in, but I don't think Shoot. Nick Cage is Brad, what's that called? Nicholas Cage's latest movie. Go ahead, look that up. It's some uh, ninja movie. Okay. we got to do him for Known for Sunday. Anyway. Boy, what a bizarre <laughs> trail, rabbit trail that's going to be. Oh, Sorry. Rabbit hole, I should say. Here we go. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu. Jiu-Jitsu. That's oh, my it. gosh. Oh, no. oh, yeah. No. Oh, my word. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Tony Jaa is next to him. Oh, oh cool. Let's word. go. Kill me now. Yeah, we, we honestly should. We honestly should all From pick. From Dimitri Lugathetis. Sweet. Director of Kickboxer Retaliation. Jiu-Jitsu. We honestly should all pick like two. We should just one time just do like a, a, a one Three off, out of ten. We should do a one-off segment and just all pick two Nick Cage movies and then go watch them. Go watch them. Report back. Report back. Have like a. Have like a. Have like kind of an understanding. Let's do Understanding it. of his filmography and Let's see what we it. come up with. Please. Is he a good actor? Is he a bad actor? Let's what do is it. he? <laughs> All right. Sorry. Uh, okay. Rabbit trail, Tina. Go ahead. My number three is Tilda Swinton. Uh, um, she, she is talented. Some of her She's bigger so roles yeah. are Snowpiercer, uh, Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Michael Clayton. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Michael Clayton. And I mean, she's just weird, the beach. which is I think why she's not. And she kind of even looks kind of weird. Oh, she she's looks got so a weird. weird. She look. would be the perfect Medusa. <laughs> oh, the oh, that's actually an interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah, she would be. <laughs> um, and then I put to watch next is called "We Need to Talk About Kevin," which I know oh. is going to be rough, but I heard that, that it was does a look. Great like, role I, I purposely stayed away from it. I'm like, yeah, I don't so want to go I. through the psychological yeah. trauma. Yep. Yeah, so I've oh. I've put my I've, I'm in that place. I'm just gonna go through all the trauma to watch these movies. Apparently <laughs> not good. Um, yeah, so she's she my is three. good. She's talented. Mm-hmm. Very talented. Um, my number two is Sam Rockwell. Uh, uh, three yep. billboards. I know you guys hate that, that movie, but oh, three billboards. Um, sorry, not to go back. So, Tilda yeah, Swinton. So also, Joey. Tilda yeah. Swinton. Uh, the what? Sorcerer Supreme. 
before uh, Cumberbatch became Sorcerer Supreme. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. She was. Anyway. Yeah. The bald headed wonder. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. Bald, yeah. She's basically the female. But that is very versatile if there is versatility. Yeah, she's, anyway, the, she's like back. the female space bender <laughs> in that movie. I'm sorry. Forget, no, sorry, forget what I said. Go ahead. It's fine. Um, like oh, yeah. So I said Sam yeah, exactly. Rockwell. <laughs> Sam Rockwell. Uh, three billboards. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Way, Way Back. I watched it. It's like. It's a very random indie sort of movie um, that I thought he did a really good job in. Um, and The Green Mile. He's an insane character. Actor. Oh, my like, word. He, yeah. he, he's another yeah. one that I agree with Luke. That I'm always like, I'm always like, whenever he shows up, I'm like, this dude's going to do a good job. Yeah, like, they, they're, they're just going to hand yeah. him a role. He's going to get paid like 10 bucks. Yeah. And, but he's going to do an incredible <laughs> yeah. job. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and The Green, oh yeah, Green Mile. Um, so I was saying that I kind of realized that I've seen him in a lot of clips, but not a lot of like full movies. Um, because I've seen a lot of Sam Rockwell's so great. Here, watch this clip real quick. <laughs> but I've not actually watched a lot of his movies. So um, I put, to watch next, I put Moon and Seven Psychopaths. Moon is an interesting one. Yeah, I heard um, it's pretty trippy. That's an interesting so. one. That's one of Dan's favorite movies. Mm. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's, I'm excited to watch it. It's been on my list for a little while. Yeah. It's good. And yeah. my number one, any guesses? Probably not. Uh, my number one is Tony Collette. Um, yeah, who, she loves Tony. I love Tony Collette. She's Athena, good. Athena, she's good in anything Athena she does. Loves, Talk about a good Medusa. Uh, she actually looks like Medusa. Yeah, Athena, be Athena, awesome. lo- Athena loves Tony Collette as much as she hates Scarlett Johansson. Like mm. I realized, she <laughs> Athena loves Tony Collette. Tony Collette is Medusa. Dude. Stephen Root as Snoops. There you go. Perfect. There you go. There you go. There's your role. <laughs> Um, so she was in a series called Unbelievable. She was a detective, and I really liked her in that. Um, and then Hereditary, Hereditary, which was as oh. bad and as horrible and as much as I hated that movie, yeah. oh. uh, she was. I mean, just the facial expressions will give me nightmares for days. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. The yeah. fact yeah. that for she the rest can just of do that. Life, oh. yeah. But she, she. I'll tell you though, man. But the Sixth Sense, she was just. Yep, that's on here too. Mm-hmm. Um, Wow, she was amazing in that, but but specifically hereditary after she spoiler alert, but after she <laughs> finds out that her daughter yeah. how she died, mm-hmm. they did a scene with her where it really I was like, that's what a mother in grief yeah. looks yeah. like yeah. right there. yeah and uh, it was it was acted better than any other but where she's just literally screaming, yeah. I want to die, yeah. just mm-hmm. screaming it. and I'm like, that is what a mom looks like. Yep. Which yeah. loses a kid. That mm-hmm. was incredible. It was. Yeah. And like, and just looking at that at Hereditary, like the weird, the creepy, horrible facial expressions, the screaming, and oh, the great yeah. job when her when her daughter died. And then I think about her in Knives Out, and she was like, like the ditzy. opposite. Oh, she yeah. was ditzy yeah. and yeah. it just weird fake. and yes yeah, and fake. fake. Yeah. Um. And then Little Miss Sunshine. I love Little Miss Sunshine. Oh yeah, she's great in that too. She's yeah, that's true. A great mom in that. Um. And she's then like a the female J.K. Simmons. <laughs> oh wow, that's a statement. I right? don't know yeah, about that. J.K. Simmons uh-huh. can't she's do that good, accents. Dude. J.K. Simmons has only can't do accents. Well, you're saying she's better than J.K. Simmons? I think she's more versatile. She's way more versatile probably, yeah. than J.K. Okay. Simmons. I agree. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, uh. Um, so J.K. Simmons maybe, is like maybe. frosting on the cake. It doesn't matter what the flavor is. The frosting tastes the same. And what is <laughs> she? It just then? makes it a lot better. What's Tony Collette then? Tony what Collette is, she, is uh, like the flavor. The three course meal. Tony Collette is the chef. The baker. J.K. is also in. That uh, cl- cl- claws. 
He's he's Claus. Yeah, remember that awesome animation? Oh yes, animation yes. I'm gonna watch it again. I'm gonna be... watch it again. Christmas is coming. Yeah, Christmas is coming. But, yeah, but, yeah, but he's, my, he's, my... he's Santa Claus. In I wanted to watch that last year and I didn't do it. I'll do that this year. It's amazing. I, I it's it a really, good. really under the radar. Yeah. What's it called? Claws? I've never yeah. seen it. Yeah, yeah. Animated? it's animated. Yeah, it's animated. Oh, it's called yeah. Claws. Yes. Yeah, Athena okay. doesn't like it with Under, watch animated movies all that much, so yeah. I kept trying to a watch Christmas it. A Christmas animated movie? And you like, guys no. are like loving it. You, what you, in the I, world? It's just under the radar. I know. I know. Okay. All right. If you said that to me, I'd be like, okay, done. Okay. Um, it, 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 it's it, the premise is how all the legends of Santa Claus got started. Oh, yes. right. none okay. of it's magic. None oh, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like for real. But but things happen in this movie where you're like, okay, so that's how the legend, the legend got started. From there, it grew, right? But but it doesn't. There's no like hold hands. I believe in fairies nonsense in that. So, <laughs> oh, that's my favorite part. Yeah, of course, yeah. for you. <laughs> You are a fairy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, and to put, I put on like what I'm going to watch next of hers. Um, it's a movie that came out this year called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. And it's a psychological thriller. And of course I, don't, it is. I don't know who the main actress is. I don't actually know who. I've never seen her in anything before. Um, but Jesse Plemons. Um, I don't cool. know, if you know who that is, but that is. it's her boyfriend, and they go to visit his parents. Oh, Jesse Plemons is the is the weird, the redhead. kind of the weird kind of like younger actor who like looks like a like a thick Matt Damon. He was like Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, but he looks like a thick. He looks like a he looks like if, if Matt yeah. Damon was like thick. Breaking <laughs> like Bad, like with two C's. He, he I know looks, who that uh, guy is. I know who you're talking about. I never saw Breaking Bad. I mean, I saw like a yeah. Yeah. he was. I don't think I can talk about He's blonde hair, right? Blonde hair. Blonde yes, he's in Hostiles. Oh, okay. Yes, right. yes he is yep. in Hostiles, right. yeah. yeah. He's also in uh, that Johnny Depp movie about the gangster, about, um, is it Black Whitey Mass? Whitey Ford. Yeah, about Whitey Bulger. Uh, By a Bulger. Um, is it Black, yeah. Black Mass? Black Mass, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. so. Anyway, so... Yeah, um, yeah he's and, a good actor. And Tony Collette is his mom, and the guy, oh, he's in Harry Potter. <sighs> Jason Isaacs? No, oh. um, Daniel Radcliffe. No, he's one of your favorites. <laughs> I can't remember who Tom, he plays. Tom, Tom... It's not the Gary Oldman one. It's the other one. That's his friend. Oh, <laughs> the guy who plays older. Uh, the, guy who plays, the guy who plays Lupin. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, David. Oh, David. David Lewis. Lewis. Yes. Yeah, David he's Lewis. The dad. Yeah. So he's the the dad. Tony Collette is the mom. And you like, I watched a scene of it, and it was very. I was almost like hereditary esque in the way oh. that she was acting. Like she just had a very. She was creepy and Intense like. What's it song. called again? Um, I'm thinking, thinking of, of ending things. things. Ooh, it's out so, now. Uh, it should be. It was. I mean, it came out in 2020, so I don't oh, know okay. where you can watch it. But uh, uh, David Thewlis. Uh, I always forget his name because Dan and I call him British McJackson face because <laughs> he's like he's got the most British face I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, but that is Tony Collette was my number one. So who's, who's your number two again? Uh, Sam Rockwell. Okay. Okay. And number three, I'm trying to remember. Uh, Tilda Swinton. Okay. And number four. Well, no, I'm done. Ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> I, I will say, I will say, uh, I it kind of got passed by, but Athena on her list for Anya Taylor Joy was also The Witch, which mm. is a crazy. I, I did that, see that. Did I was it. like, that yeah. was just is, that is was a crazy weird. movie. So the so it's so it's it's kind of like the two weird. big horror directors right now is the guy who does um, Hereditary and who did Midsummer. Um, and then the guy who did the witch. The guy who did Hereditary did, did Midsummer too. Yeah, and then and then there's this guy who did um, something Eggers. Um, he did he did the witch. Same and then guy he did also, Insidious, right? No, no, no. One of these no, guys no, did Insidious. No, neither of them did. Uh, uh, 
You might be right about Ari. Ari Aster doing Hereditary. I don't know if he might have done Insidious or had something to do with it. Eggers, I'm pretty sure, just did The Witch and he did The Lighthouse. Um, which mm. I guess was also on this list for William yep. Defoe, but like I, I saw the I saw the witch messed up. I saw the witch like the witch is crazy. So like Eggers did like <laughs> I, all this all this um, I guess all this research on like like Puritan life, um, and Robert so like Eggers. it's about basically about a family who gets kicked out of like their Puritan community. You don't really know why. It's you know the the father's basically blamed for blasphemy. Um, but like the actual like dialogue and stuff like that is super authentic. It was really mm-hmm. cool, but it's a, it's a crazy movie because mm-hmm. basically they're out in the the Massachusetts wilderness by themselves trying right. to fend for themselves, yeah. and they basically kind of like encounter like this cult in the wilderness. It's crazy. It, mm. There's certain, but, there's but, certain... On, but I will say for Anya Taylor Joy, like she does an incredible job. Yeah, but movie, I, I don't so. know what it is about those. Like there's certain when horrors like that mm. get really real like that, yeah, where oh, you're yeah. just it's like. I, you're like wow. I don't know. Is that really good or really bad? Either way, I'm I mean, like affected. It's, oh yeah, it's I mean, really. I mean, for, I mean, I think it's the same ugh. way that we kind of. It's a similar way that we kind of talked about it in in the same form as Hereditary. I think Hereditary yeah. is an amazing horror movie. When I watch it again, and is it brutal? Yeah, like I, it just has yeah. like that uh, that weird kind of like it does. It feels authentic <laughs> as opposed to. I'm good. Yeah, as, yeah, a, as, yeah. A, as opposed to like as opposed to like messing around with just like dumb concepts. It feels like authentic evil in that movie. And, I, I know. Um, it's just something which about I th- that. which I'm always I think I'm always fascinated by, but also yeah, it's like, kind of like playing. So yeah, kind of like playing. No, with there fire. Are, there are times like playing with fire too. Probably I know, but there are times where you're watching stuff like that, and you're like, should I really be watching this? Because it, it gets to a, a level of like yeah satanic stuff that you're yeah. just like uh, yeah horror yeah. movies about you know it's there, that kind of thing is there's uh, horror movies about know. you know scary stuff and then there's when they start getting there's a difference between the cult which would be midsummer and the occult which would be the witch right you know and and when you get into well, the occult and it starts to get really relatable and real that's yes. when it's like ah, there are even times with that what the ritual it's just not smart to be Remember that ritual? I'm messing with this. What's I that? Know. Remember the ritual? You remember that movie with the that yes. big monster with yeah. the thing? Yeah. And there was right. just a scene in there where like the one dude they're sleeping downstairs or whatever, and then they wake up in the morning and he's just like up there. He's up there. Like, bowing, bowing before that yeah. thing and sleeping. he can't yeah, he's sleeping. Sleeping yeah, but yeah. bowing before the thing and he can't move. Yeah. And you're just kinda he, like he's naked. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you're just like, uh it just leaves some type of like yeah. you're like it was yeah. just so real and yeah. Ugh, I don't know. Yeah. The witch is like that, but Ugh. it's it's I don't know. I was <laughs> I was impressed. I think I was impressed because it actually was a movie that seemed to actually at least like have done it because so I, I was like, okay, this is going to be about a Puritan family. Like this is going to be like completely and utterly like inauthentic. Right. But like I was impressed with how much like the, how they talked and acted as a family. Like was definitely didn't feel like a complete and utter disservice. Um, but you know it's still right. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, any contributions to that list? I have one. Um, I'd put uh, Ben Foster on that list. Yeah, I, I was looking at him Foster too. Ben Foster. Up, yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't know who he is, but every time he's in a movie, it's just. I mean, he just does such a good job. Yeah, yeah. And, and from the list of movies that he's done, it's just amazing. I love him in a movie. He's so intense as an actor. I love intense actors. I love actors who know how to shout, and he knows how to shout. It's just really, really cool. I love. Well, that I think I think also. I mean, I de- I definitely feel like it's kind of interesting that we're talking about this list because it definitely feels like there's a divide between like the the utterly gorgeous actors that seemingly make it into insane mm. stardom and and sometimes I don't even think are incredible actors. Huh? Nothing. Who'd you say? 
Nobody she says Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> I mean, I'd say, like, I'd, if I was going to name someone, I would say, like, I would probably say, like, Chris Hemsworth. Like, I don't think Chris Hemsworth mm-hmm. is an amazing actor. Like, I don't think he's better than anyone on this list. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's yeah. probably worse than everyone on this list, but he's people think he's beautiful. And right. so, therefore, like, he's made, and he's then he became Thor. And he's, yeah, and he's a lot of these are stardom. not beautiful people. Yeah. And a lot, and, right. But there, I really do love, like, this kind of, like, whole group of actors that are just like, listen, like, I, I'm not going to shoot into stardom. I'm going to play these kind of, like, side know, characters in movies, but I'm going to do an incredible job. You know, and really uh, you'd almost rather be one of them too it's almost like yeah. getting yeah. all this stuff but that you know but you're not you don't have to go to a grocery store and hide your face yeah. you know mm-hmm. right yeah. right exactly oh you yeah. know I thought who I was thinking of Ben Foster number two is uh, Giovanni Ribisi oh yeah 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 <laughs> I think right. he's, he I like to me him. is another Ben Foster type yes guy. absolutely yep yep do this does the same stuff yep Joey you have any contr- contributions uh, there? I did um I'm blanking. I, I, and I'll make one more. Robbie, I think his name is Robbie Amel. Amel? Robbie Amel? I'm not sure. Oh, Robbie Amel. Yeah, I think he's a guy a lot of people don't know about, but he definitely needs to be way more mainstream. Get, give that man the right role, and that is who I'm going to be talking about next week. Mm. Next time, sorry, when I pitch my movie to, to you fake producers. Oh, yeah. Did you um, see him in the, the series on Amazon that... Um, the office people, the office guy did. Who, who did that? What's that? You're talking about oh, um, Space Force? No, no. no that, um, upload. Upload. Yes. Yeah, upload. Upload. No. Okay. Did you see it? Yeah. Was it good? I enjoyed it. Um, I think upload. Upload is a really good show, but there's it's there's Amazon and there's of, way too much yep. like sexual content. Yep. Yeah. So I would put that sticker on it. Is yep. that we? Absolutely. I mean, the thing. I think about streaming which is great is it like literally we athena and i have watched so much stuff now we know like as, even before a scene starts like we know when it's coming and we're just like skip 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 yep, skip, skip. Yep. Yeah. yeah but like but but if you're like not trying to get into get involved in that yeah. then just yeah, right. that's probably Don't watch not it at all. Yeah. right right yeah. yeah i mean i thought that i thought that the chemistry between yeah, the, the ke- main two actors yeah is incredible amazing. like it's a really it's a really great love story to watch yes. like it's like it's really impressive mm-hmm. like i haven't seen a like a love story, like connection, like that, that I've enjoyed for a long yeah. time. Um, okay. It's really good. Um, yeah. Greg Daniels kind of outdoes himself with it. He but, does. Greg but Daniels knows how to do that. Yeah, but unfortunately, <laughs> freaking Amazon was like, yeah, yeah, let's you know, put them, put some people in Native bed together. In yeah, yeah like, come on, bro. Of course. Yeah, that's their way to create drama. Yeah. I was. Dirks. I feel like if I was gonna add, yeah, I feel like if I was gonna add someone to the list. Not sure if he's becoming too big to add him to the list, but I would definitely say Michael Shannon. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a good one. Michael Shannon. Yeah, Michael Shannon. You is, probably think of a bunch of people. I, f- I feel like category. I feel like Michael. Michael I feel like Waco. Michael. Huh? Yeah, Waco. Waco. Uh, I feel like Michael incredible. Shannon is like never exactly the main actor. I mean, so he's played some big villains, um, and he's played some like bigger side roles, but like he's never quite the main actor. But I just, every time I see him, I'm like, okay. I was like, yeah. this movie could be complete trash, but just like yeah. he, the quality has gone up. Just the quality has gone. I was like, he's going to be an interesting character. Yeah. I mean, that's how I felt with him in um, in Nocturnal Animals. Like the whole movie itself was not like my was not a great movie, but like he in that is incredible. Mm. Like he's so good in that movie. Mm-hmm. Was that that one that we saw? It was Guillermo Guillermo del Toro with Shape of Water. Oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, he's an incredible villain in that too. Yeah, he's. Oh my goodness, he's so nasty in that. He, yeah. so. he also has an intense face, mm-hmm. and when he wants to use it, he does <laughs> yep. use it. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to see more Guy Pierce in supporting roles too. Guy Pierce. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Not I've seen Guy anything Pierce in Guy. I, I think uh, his his time may have come and gone. Yeah. yeah, he was really incredible in that Australian Outback movie. Um, oh man, 
it's really it is really out there but it's really good desperation depravity um yeah something like that something like that it's also one of dan's favorite movies it does seem if we're we're talking about hollywood trends it does seem where you know we have your your actors who shoot into star jump stardom you have your actors who kind of like play it like we're talking about like you know lower character roles um that they do a really good job in but there does seem to be those actors that try and shoot into stardom mm-hmm. and then, like, fail. And then it's like Hollywood's kind of done with them after that. And right. they can't have a role in kind of either space. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like Guy Pierce was one of those. Yeah. So, yeah. Orlando up, Bloom, he'd be another one I'd probably put When I was trying to find, like, a list, think, trying to find a list to do, I saw so many um, actors who did one terrible movie and it blew up their whole career <laughs> so uh, many lists of that wow yeah i mean didn't that and i get that also kind of happened to army uh army hammer right because i feel like he yeah. i feel like his i feel like his career as a potential leading man really fell after he did that movie with johnny depp yeah 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 i feel uh, like i feel like i don't that know if i'll ever watch that movie yeah in my entire life yeah. Put me on a thirty-hour flight. I won't watch that. Movie. Oh yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I didn't bother with it. Um, Orlando Bloom and Habit Two with Kingdom of Heaven. Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember. I he deserved like... to fail after taking that role, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, moving on to uh, my list now. I did. Um, I I wrote down some movies. How many did I write down? One, one, two, three. Okay, I'm gonna go five. Five movies that are refreshingly race free and what do i mean by that not that there aren't different races in the movie it's just they they had if they were made today most of them they would preach it yeah they would just preach all the time they would preach they'd either make fun of white people or they would make white people feel bad for for you know having white skin and uh, i just listened to um a podcast with joe rogan and a guy named uh i think his name is james Lindsay. And James Lindsay was part of a team of people who put out fake scientific reports for scientific journals that were published and taken seriously, even though they were fake. So one of them was, um, all they did was, was, was essentially come up with ideas and use all the buzzwords that um, these far left-leaning magazines look for, heteronormative. Um, Queer, 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 and put any word behind queer. You know, um, like queer sensitive, queer sensitive, queer active. You know, just put queer and then put a word after it. That's what they did. They did these fake reports. One of them was this lady. They said this lady gave her fake name, and and in the report she went and spent a thousand hours in one year, a thousand hours in one year, going to dog parks. I think around the Portland, Oregon area. And watching dogs as they mated each other, and looked and interviewed the interviewed the owners, and 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 um, she said the 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 conversation varied with if the home owner was a homosexual or if the owner was a heterosexual, the conversation changed, and whether or not the 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 males wanted their dogs to stop humping other male dogs. Right, and so this was all a big fake report filled with all these buzzwords. It was completely fake and bogus. Who spends a thousand hours in one year? That's like six hours a day. They said, 
No way. It's completely fake and bogus. But it was published and lauded and praised as this great revealing. Disgusting. Yeah, it was. The whole thing was. And every single report they made was completely bogus. So James Lindsay is on there on this podcast. He's talking about they're laughing at these people who thought it was real. And, and you know, they're using it as proof positive for look at a terrible culture we live in. You know, heteronormative. <laughs> you know. And um, one of the things he said was that, you know, in the, in the victimhood Olympics. Do you know who's competing for first place right now? In uh, the Victim Olympics. Yeah, who's competing for first place? It's two. It's two races. A uh, two races. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the blacks versus the American Indians. <laughs> and it's funny. Just, it, 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 it's ridiculous because <laughs> he said, "This is what James Lindsay said." He said, "This is what's going on. They're they're fighting each other because the blacks are saying we're the most oppressed." Right, but the Indians right. are saying the oppression. I've heard it before. The oppression yeah. Olympics, but the Indians are saying, "But we were here first, and we got a land stolen from us." Right, and so the um, the uh, so the Indians say, um, "We were here first, and and you guys are actually um, colonialists." Right, right, big mm. big bad word. But then the blacks turn around and say, "Well, there are a lot of Indian slaveholders." So they're just fighting each other for the for the victimhood Olympics, right? And for the rest of us watching this, it's so ridiculous and it's so stupid. It's so frustrating. You just get tired of being preached at all the time. So here are some movies where they just don't. They had the opportunity and they didn't do it. And it's just really refreshing to watch a movie where there's different races and they just interact with each other like normal people do on a daily basis in the real world that we all live in. And we don't get these big, fat, freaking sermons. And most of them, surprisingly or not surprisingly, are from the 90s. Not surprisingly. <laughs> Not surprisingly. It's Joey's favorite I mean, I mean, time where also the best music came out. So maybe there's a connection there. Hmm. Heteronormative, queer, gendered, studied music. There you go. Today? Uh, I'm just 90s. joking. Oh, okay. is, I'm just making up buzzwords again. Yeah. Hmm. How, how many do you have? Do you have 10? Uh, no, five. I only have, have five. Five. Is this five to one, like being number one or any particular order? There is going to be a number one. All right. So. Now these are now you're saying that these are movies with at least semi-diverse casts, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, they do have diverse casts. Okay. And they had, and again, if most of them, if they're made today, they would take this big opportunity to make you to feel, preach at yeah, you, to preach at you, yeah, big right. sermon, right, right. And I just get so tired of it. Oh, I get so sick. Of I it. think because back then too, society as a whole wasn't as preachy. Yeah, back they, then they weren't yeah. as a whole they weren't as woke back then. Right. Um, so here's the honorable mention. Honorable mention didn't make it on the list, but I'm going to say most military movies, when you watch them, there's no big sermon about black and white. There's no most, you know, yeah, Saving well, Private Ryan. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, glo- uh, I mean we glory, were soldiers. Does, glory does, but I think it makes probably good sermons. Right. Yeah, Glory. Ones, yeah. That's about the Civil War. That so. one, yeah. Any movie about the Civil War yeah. is going to be preachy. And yeah. pick anyone. Maybe, uh, yeah. Anyone's going to be preachy, positively or negatively, right? So. Um, but most military movies, like We Were Soldiers, they just there's blacks interacting with whites, and nobody says, "Hey, I was yeah. oppressed, or you were oppressed." Actually, and I'm sorry for the way I treated you, man. You know, and and they're intera- interacting with uh, they're interacting with Vietnamese, and there's also there's no preaching sermon which way or the other. It's just this is what happened. That's it. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> most <laughs> military movies movies, that, movies about Vietnam would probably also not qualify though. Why is that? Like. Well, because I mean, there's a lot. I mean, there is a lot of it, like a lot of belief that like um, like black men who were drafted um, were kind of like drafted unfairly in that war, and I feel like there's a lot of that that goes on in in certain movies. Um, at least hints at it. Like realistically real portrayed. 
No, I just mean like I, you're talking about being preachy. I feel like that's like I just watched Platoon and we were soldiers and they just they don't they don't talk. We about were that soldiers as Korea, right? No, no, it's, just, it's not. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah we were soldiers as Vietnam. Yeah, I don't think Platoon. That was uh, that, that was landing zone like, X-ray. I mean, okay. that was that was the first that was the the first major. I gotta watch that movie again. That was good stuff. That was the first major. Um, uh, uh, Battle? Well, Battle, yes, oh. yeah, in, in Vietnam uh, with the Americans, like officially. Okay, we're in the war. They were unofficially in the war for a long time, but like, okay, now we're gonna do it. And that was like the first major firefight in Vietnam, as far as I understand. Talking about war movies reminded me of something I forgot to say in movie mm-hmm. news, which is that they're making one of my favorite books into a movie, um, mm-hmm. which is The Things They Carried by Tim O'Brien. Anyone know that book? No. Nope. Yeah, it's one of my favorite books. You don't know that book? How do you not know that book? Uh, I don't know that book. Amazing. What the heck? Um, it's a crazy cast, too. Tom yeah. Hardy, baby. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but a anyway. of, and a bunch You say, yeah? Like, I love it. Tom oh, Hardy. okay. I thought you said, yeah. Like, yeah. No, He's no, in there. No. Okay. No. Is um, it Bill It's Yeah, it's, then it's a bunch of kids. Anytime yeah. there's a Skarsgård in a movie, I'm excited. It's a it's a bunch of kids. <laughs> yeah. There's three Skarsgårds that I'm always excited about whenever the movie's Stellan Skarsgård. I'm super excited, except for stupid Pete Davidson. Why are they putting Pete Davidson in, I don't in know. my favorite book? Movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so mad. What's Pete oh, Davidson in? I feel like he contributes nothing to SNL. anything. Yeah. Oh, he's, no, but he's starting okay. to get roles, isn't yeah, he? And yeah, he and he dated, he dated somebody. Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. They got for engaged, a hot yeah. minute. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Okay, so military <laughs> movies generally, they, you know, especially a lot of the, uh, like Afghan, Af- Afghani, Iraqi war stuff, there's a lot of movies that come out where they just don't talk about race. Oh, yeah, There's blacks and forces. whites. Sorry, We Were Soldiers was Viet. You're right. I was wrong. I don't know why I thought that was Korea. Never anyway. question me again. Thank you. Okay. okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with um, th- this one barely makes it on, but Die Hard with a Vengeance. And here's why it barely makes it on, because they That's do talk not- about race when Bruce Willis calls Michael uh, um, uh, Samuel L. Jackson a racist. And uh, he has a he has a big shouting match with him and says you're you are a racist you know you know you're you're treating me unfairly you shouldn't be treating me like this okay which is very surprising so it does get preachy that way but but it does have an actor in there um, uh, in that movie who's always playing an Indian but he doesn't play an Indian in this movie um, his name um, is. His name is Graham Greene, and he's in Dances with Wolves. He's in Maverick, um, and uh, he was in that one with Jeremy Renner where he's out in the cold, was cold river. Wind River. Was that Brad? Wind River. Wind River, thank you. Oh, Wind River. And he's always playing an Indian. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, he's just a guy who lives in New York, and he's um, he's a fireman. He's a detective, or he's a cop. He's a cop is what he is. Yeah. And he... He's just that's all it is. And I was like, why can't we do this more? I've complained about this last month. Why can't we have more Indians just play a normal role where you don't have to say my name is Running Feather and I'm from this tribe. Just give me your name. I don't care what it is. And just be a normal human being and stop finding your identity or, or stop preaching at us about the American Indians. Please. And this was just a refreshing role where he's just a guy, an, a good actor, a good cop who saves people's lives. And that's it. Stop typecasting the Indians. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> He's a good actor. Uh, Put him in other roles. It's true. They need to stop doing that Please. with the Indians. Stop it. Okay. Next. Like that dude in Wind Talkers. He's like always the Indian. I know he's always the Indian. Yeah. Let the man just act in a normal <laughs> movie. Please. 
<laughs> I'm sure there are some out there. I don't know his entire portfolio. Anyway, um, next is Sister Act. When there's a great opportunity for them to say, "Oh, you white ladies need, you know, some soul," or you know, you 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 white women, you know, you're so stiff, you know. There's none of that. She just goes and she helps them, and there's no comment on her skin color at all. It's a great movie. Great movie. First and second one, I would say. Second mm-hmm. one's not as good, but the first one's yes. great, and I still enjoy the second one. Lots of yep. lots of uh, you know, a very multi. Um, a rainbow coalition of, of actors and characters, but no comment on the race of anybody. It's just, thank you. It's really um, uh, refreshing, as is House Guest with Sinbad. Another great opportunity for them to say, we need a black man in these white, rich white people's lives, suburban white people, because they're so stiff, they don't know how to have a good time. Yeah, they're so not a, cool. They're not cool. We need a black man in here because y'all are pathetic, or y'all need something, you know, all your white people stuff. They had a great opportunity to do that, but they didn't. And it was just really refreshing. He just goes in there, he teaches them how to have a good time, and it has nothing to do with the fact that he's black and the fact that they're white. Nothing. They had stuck up people on both sides of the aisle on that one. It was just really refreshing. And they did have that uh, black dentist. Yeah, the black dentist. Yeah, right. Who right. was like everything that right. black people are not. Right. You know, <laughs> which is he's a funny character. He was that. really stuck up. Yeah. <laughs> this is asinine. <laughs> he was funny. Derek Bond. Um, next, we have the Shawshank Redemption. Mm. Another time that they had the opportunity to say, oh, we're black people, we're being oppressed, the system's unfair, that's why we're in prison, y'all white people don't understand. You know, they had an opportunity to do that, but they didn't do it, and it's just really refreshing. They're just, there's characters in there, their race is completely irrelevant to the story. Thank you very much. Because most people in the real world who are living and interacting with different races their race just doesn't factor in the way that I treat you. And a lot of people are out there saying, no, yes, it does. You have this implicit bias. And because of your skin color and the way you grew up, which I know everything about the way you grew up, you discriminate in ways that you can't understand. Only I can understand because I'm woke. It just gets really annoying. And I'm glad that there are movies out there um, that there, just there stop preaching. There were movies out there. There were movies out there. But here comes, it brings me to my number one. Huh? Wait, can I make a quick uh, observation yeah. about Red, Morgan Freeman? Okay. Uh, I guess I thought you meant that movie. I was confused. What's that? No, go ahead. Uh, um, and also stars Morgan Freeman. Yeah. No, you remember? Yeah. Remember when uh, when he goes in the beginning? He goes and sits before that council, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And then he does it again. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's ever a time to bring up race, it would have been yeah, right there. Right. right. That's true. But uh, they were judging him. I mean, it was all based on his actions. Right. Uh, as a person, right. and he didn't even bring up, right, uh, or neither did they either right. As right. on the board, and he didn't bring up. You're just keeping me here because of my skin color, right, right, right. You know, yeah. Uh, right. He kept getting denied, denied, denied. And the movie was implying that it was because of actions taken, right. and they weren't convinced that he was really rehabilitated. It had nothing to do with his, right. But there was there was an opportunity there. Were a bunch there. of white people on a board right. trying to keep the black. If there was any opportunity to say something, right. By him to them, it would have been right there. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And, and yeah. And another thing too, in prison movies, there's always where the black people sit, and where the white yeah. people, where the Hispanics Escape from sit, Alcatraz. Where they, yeah, where the Asians sit. You know, you don't mix. And right. this movie, they just didn't talk about that at all. They just didn't do it. And and this is this is this is um, this is in the time of anytime you have a movie nowadays that's even around the time of Jim Crow laws. 
you got to talk about it. You got to address it. Right. You right. got to give this big sermon and and you got to apologize and repent of your sins. Right. But this they didn't. They didn't talk about it once. It's just really refreshing. Thank you. Number one, Joey. Mm-hmm. Hit me with number one. Togo. No. <laughs> Togo. Togo. What? Have you guys seen it? No. No, we just okay. talked about this. Right, right. I couldn't remember if you guys had said no, you no, saw said, it. Nah. I don't remember race. I mean, Togo. No, the Togo. point is there's not. I know, but I'm trying you to don't remember. remember any. But when, when there, oh, no, when could there have been. Right. When, could when there, there could there have been. been, been a race comment. This is, okay, we're, we're right in the middle of the politically correct monster, the belly of the politically correct beast, okay? Disney. Right in the middle of it. They had a movie that's set um, in the early 1900s that could have been a great opportunity to, to, to just poo-poo all the white men for even living around Indians, even living around them. Hmm. But they didn't. There's Indians in that movie, and there's no comment about... Like, like Eskimo... Yeah, they're, they're, they're in, I think it's Inuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, right. Right, he interacts with them. That's true. Oh, yeah. No, he I gets remember. their conventional wisdom. They're friends. Right. There's no like, oh, you know, like, um, sorry, I'm a white man staying in an Indian. You have house. no business being yeah. up here on this side of the mountain. Y- yeah, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Indians don't go into town, and the Indians don't go into town, and um, everyone looks. Everyone looks up like, yeah, right. You know, what are you doing here? You know, um, th- th- there's none of that. You know, everyone, everyone kind of lives. You know, with this understanding, hey, there's Indians around here, and Indians live with. No, they all live at peace. They live at peace with each other. Yeah, yeah, and there's no tension. It's just a normal thing, like what happens right now in most of the United States. Correct. Yep. And I I, I couldn't (laughs) believe that Disney just blew this great opportunity to preach at me while I was eating my potato chips watching this movie. They just Sit, blew sitting it. there yeah. on his couch in his white privilege. Yeah, absolutely. And he didn't get preached at. Dude, so he wasn't made to feel. He wasn't made to feel guilty one bit in that movie. Right. Not Disney not a up. hint of like we need. And to he had it. he had uh, Sapala had that one dude, right? That he would always uh, talk with. Right. And that guy always had some opinion on his dogs. I I can't forget. I forget who it was. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Sorry. Right, right. I think he actually there's a scene where he yelled at one of the Indians because I think one of the Indians told him to give up or somebody oh, right, told him to give right. up. And he yelled at him. I'm not sure if it was an Indian or not. But it, it it was just a great opportunity for them to poo-poo the white man for existing in their area. And they didn't. And this is Disney in the midst of everything. I'm like, how did this fly under the radar? No CGI dogs, to my knowledge. Maybe there were some. But... Um, and, and and Indians and there was just no comments about the about how you know terrible white people are. Well, there may, there may be some some truth to that because if if Disney or any company that's making millions and billions, and they know this isn't they're not making this to be a blockbuster. They're not making this to be huge, and there may be a lot less voices. Yeah, maybe trying to get in there. Make sure you put this in there. Then, since yeah. these people are going to see it, make sure you put this in there. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, maybe because we're well, it's like below yeah. the radar. No, so, yeah, right. That's you know? probably right. They're probably like, oh, okay, only you know, this is yeah. only going to sell so much, uh, so we don't have to be worried about. Yeah, rep- here's our we don't worry about representation. There's probably just like a level of representation yeah. there. For and maybe, right. and maybe in the future, maybe that's where all the good movies are going to end up. They're right. not going to be the blockbusters, and they're not going to be these really. Cheap ones are going to be right in the middle where they're not really targeting anybody. They're just trying to make a good story. Right. Yep. Mama bear, papa bear, and baby bear again. That's what I keep talking about. <laughs> but it's just, I watch it again. Each time I'm just more marveled. Like, I can't believe that, you know, that they did this, you know. Even White Fang, 
even White Fang, they preached you a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, and that was, that was a long 30 time years ago, yeah. you know, so, and, and you know, I believe, I believe that was Disney, I'm not sure though, but yeah, yeah anyway, so there are some movies, does anyone have any contributions? Oh yeah, they're I really one. hard to think of. Yeah, American History X. No, just <laughs> <laughs> another Sinbad one. First kid was another uh, kid, one, just yeah. like just right. like House Guest. Yeah, I would right. contribute that one. He, when I was growing up watching him, I was you know we were how old? Eight, nine, yeah. maybe. Yeah, 10, when 12. he was popular, yeah. mm-hmm. you didn't. I didn't look at him like, oh, there's a black dude. Like yeah. it didn't even. It didn't even. Right. Register. Not really. Right. It's just interesting. Right. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, I don't know that I. I mean, I feel like there's. I feel like if you scour the '90s, there's actually probably a decent amount. I definitely thought. I've definitely had the thought. I can't remember any specific movies right now, but I've definitely had the thought watching older movies where I've been like, "Huh, it's so interesting that this cast is the way it is," and yet there's and yet there's been no like no like. All right, now we need to sit down and talk about identity politics. Yeah, like, I know. You know. Like there's been none of that like crazy exposition that seems to happen. And the thing is, is like I'm not. I don't know. I feel like I'm not against it if the if it's done you know so you know when dove was talking about his action his female action stars and he was like their actions make sense within the world right like i I feel like there's i feel like i'm not against like interesting like characters having an interesting dialogue about these things but it's just like when okay i sat down to watch what i thought was going to be this movie and then it just turned into identity politics 101 and let's make you feel bad that's a completely different thing (laughs) yeah and that's what's destroying a lot of a lot of our narratives right now yeah i think a lot of people think they're holding it's like boosting our narratives but it's really just like ruining it it's just like okay the whole the whole story is like okay you di- you didn't care about the story you cared about what you were going to say yes. in this particular right. scenes or what yeah. jibes you were going to put in here you put sermon or what over representation you're going to never have. put sermon over story yeah, yeah. and you i never just do it. it's well yeah it's just exposition i mean people were complaining about that with tenant not anything to do with um identity politics but they were saying oh that Tenet's story was too complicated there were too many you know there are too many uh characters talking about the plot in in dialogue and explaining things to the audience and mm. i'm just like i'm just like it's so funny that people are calling this out for a story that had nothing to do with that but then there's so many people who are praising all these other movies that's literally just exposition on identity politics right it's literally yeah. just people stopping and looking at you the audience and being like okay now we're going to have this conversation yeah. directed specifically at the viewer who is watching right um, yep. and, it's, and it's like it's like literally they don't even it's not even built into the story it's literally like the story stops right. and becomes something else. Yeah. And it's like, that's not good writing. That's yeah. terrible writing. And yeah. that's what I'm against. Like, that's yeah. what I personally like am frustrated with. Yeah. yeah. Cause like, if I know what I'm getting into with the movie and it's done well, I'm, I'm, I'm okay yeah. with it. Like, right. I mean, we, Athena and I watched just mercy, um, mm-hmm. a couple months ago. And, and I mean, that was basically about a, um, a black lawyer who was fine, who goes to Alabama and finds that there are all these men on, on death row um, and a lot of them not necessarily deserving to either having been framed or, or and that basically sees like, like what they what people are calling like um, systemic rate like systemic yeah. oppression and racism, but it's like built into the system that these people have been falsely accused and now they're on death row and they don't deserve to be. And he tries to get them off. Um, and it's like, but well, we knew what we were getting into in that movie, and it was a good movie. Um, but like it, you know, that it, it was all built into the story as opposed to like it being like this turn and look at the camera. Yeah, I'll give I'll give you an example of uh, of something similar to that. Uh, a time to kill Matthew McConaughey mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, Samuel yeah. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Do you know that what the real story of that's based on? No. Yeah, I no. yeah. Uh, a karate instructor abused the guy's son. In this movie, it's two racists who yeah, grab a little black girl, yeah, it's yeah. Two, yeah. and it's a bunch of redneck hillbillies that are yeah. defending him and all that kind of stuff. And Samuel Jackson busts out, shoots him. But what happened was, I guess the karate instructor was trying to get out, of ta- get out of dodge, 
and uh, the, the father waited for him at the airport and busted out and shot him to death, and, mm-hmm. and they, they acquitted him. So it was really about pedophilia, but they made it about race. Interesting. You know, to preach at everybody. So. Yeah. I have another honorable mention, I guess. Yeah. Operation I, Dumbo Job. Like I said, military movie. Another military movie. Yeah, uh, Danny Glover, Ray, Ray Liotta, yeah. where, where color never came up. Yeah, you know, true. And yeah. uh, they were able to all... It was never like, even though there was intense disagreement at points, but it and it never, never, factor, right? never it ever a factor. factor. Yeah, and it is, it is nice to see that. Yeah, it is. Very refreshing. Okay. Well, that's my list, folks. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This is the Brotherhood of the Silver Screen. This is a Christian podcast where we like to talk about movies. All the music you hear on there on this is done by in-house by Brad in the background. And you can find him on SoundCloud and Spotify, Bradley St. James. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We will see you guys next time. See you. See you.